Hey, everybody. Welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas. And in this podcast, you know, if you've been listening at all, that we endeavor to witness the spectrum of human experience in order to connect, share, shift paradigms, and inspire each other, right? And in today's episode, I am going to do something that I haven't done a lot of yet, but hope to do more in this podcast, which is to interview interesting, inspiring people. And there will be no celebrities here. We're going to keep it real. And it's going to feature real people with real stories and real life. And I know that if we commit to doing that, it will resonate with you. You'll connect to it right? Because that's where we're all at. We are real people with real stories living a very real life. So in today's episode, I am going to keep it real with a friend of mine that I've known for a few years here in San Diego. His name is Stu Slomberg. I met him through work at Roadrunner Sports when uh, we both work there. He still does. And he's got a really interesting thing happening right now. He's got a really interesting thing going on on Instagram. And so I want you to listen to the interview, of course, and hear his story. It's really inspiring about how he completely changed his life. In his late 50s, he self-explained, hit rock bottom, and completely changed his life. So I want you to listen and hear what he did, and it will inspire you. And then check him out on Instagram. His handle is Stu underscore Slomberg, S-L-O-M-B-E-R-G. And his hashtag is Let's Get Streaking. Okay, so thanks for tuning in. Take a listen. And please give us some grace with the audio quality. We do this interview over Zoom and then try to make it sound good for the podcast. So it's a little challenging, but thanks for your patience with us uh, as we figure this stuff out. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a very esteemed guest with me today, Stuart Slomberg, who I know works at Roadrunner Sports, and I'll, I'll let him introduce himself. He has this really cool thing happening on Instagram that he calls Let's Get Streaking. So I, wanna, I want him to tell us about that today. And Stu, what I want to hear is, you know, I want to hear all about your Let's Get Streaking movement, your story, what it's done for you. And then for our listeners, I want you to tell us, you know, what is it? Why do we need it in our lives? And how do you do it? So I'll shut up now and let you do some talking. Thanks, Kelly. And thanks for having me. And my name is Stuart Slomberg. I do work at Roadrunner Sports. I'm the senior director of stores. Been with Roadrunner for the last nine years. Originally from Cleveland, Ohio. A Midwest guy and loving life in San Diego. Let's get streaking. Well, what it means to me and how I got it started. I really have to go back to 2015 and uh, for your listeners, Kelly, to really understand my entire adult life, I was overweight. I ate whatever I wanted. I was a fast food junkie. It's a little embarrassing, actually, to talk about my eating habits. Uh, But I mean, I would go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, get a bucket of chicken, eat half for dinner and the next half for lunch. Mm. Love Taco Bell. McDonald's French fries are the best, by the way. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And they have the best Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Love burgers. Uh, <laughs> I love pizza. All that stuff that's not good for you. But I never really paid much attention to it. And over the years, in my adult life, I was always good about getting a yearly physical. And for years, I'd get my physical and they tell me, yeah, your cholesterol is getting a little high. Yeah, your blood pressure is getting a little high. Oh, by the way, you need to lose 20 pounds. And then it became, you need to lose 30 pounds. And then it became, dude, you're fat. You need to lose like 50 pounds. So back in 2015 is when it really hit me hard with some personal things that are going that were going on in my life. 
going through a divorce of a 16 year marriage. My father was dying mm. and I was on a flight back from, I was uh, going back and forth from San Diego to Cleveland at that time. And I was coming back from Cleveland and I actually just flat out collapsed mm. on a Southwest flight in Chicago Midway while I was on a layover. And I didn't have a heart attack. What I collapsed from was just flat out stress, anxiety, depression. Mm. I, I didn't see light at the end, end of the tunnel at that time. And, mm. and, and growing up, uh, you know, I was really, it was ingrained in my brain that, you know, men, uh, you cannot allow yourself to be vulnerable. Right. Men don't cry. Men don't share their feelings. Uh, you just, you know, pull up your britches and deal with it. You don't, mm -hmm. you don't go and get mental help. You don't go to a shrink all those kinds of things. You don't need pills, you know, for depression or anything along those lines. So that's where my head was. But at that point, uh, when I got back to San Diego on that trip, I took a few days off work. I actually ended up in the ER. Uh, and that's when I realized that I was going to have to get help. Mm. And I'm grateful that I did. And getting that help, I learned a lot. And uh, I had the professionals that I worked with. And some of the key learnings that came out of that, obviously, I dealt with all the emotions and the depression and the anxiety. Uh, but I also learned a lot about nutrition. Mm -hmm. Although I didn't put it in the play right away, it was still stored in the brain. So I'd get a yearly physical and every year it got a little bit worse. My weight would fluctuate between like 226 pounds to 242 pounds. My doctor would always tell, tell me each year that you need to eat better, eat healthier and you need to lose some weight. You need to exercise. And I'd walk out of that physical thinking to myself, yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this time. Mm -hmm. Of course I didn't. My cholesterol continued to go up and my doctor would continue to increase my medication around cholesterol. Same thing with my blood pressure and my blood sugar levels started to increase as well. Mm. And I went from pre-diabetic to back in February of 2019, got the diagnosis that was the game changer was type two diabetes okay. and pricking myself or the thought of having to do anything around needles. I, um, I don't, I don't like needles. <laughs> I mean, I can't even stab myself with my own EpiPen. So what does yeah. that tell you? <laughs> so the next day that I got that diagnosis, I got the email from the doctor. And he was kind of sarcastic in his email approach with me. It's like, hey, congratulations. Your blood sugar levels, uh, A1C, is the highest it's ever been. And you're type 2 diabetic. And we're going to start you with metformin. So now I'm thinking on a flight from San Diego to Des Moines to go see my son. I started looking at all my vitals over the years off of the app from Shark, the, the hospital. And I'm taking medication at that point for blood pressure. I'm taking medication for anxiety. I'm taking medication for depression. I'm taking medication for blood pressure. And now here's another pill I'm going to take. Like, what the hell am I doing? So I said to myself, enough's enough. I opened up my laptop. And the first thing I did was made a commitment to myself that I'm going to exercise every day. This was not a new year's resolution, by the way, whatever I told myself, enough is enough. Whatever I write down, I am going to commit to do every single day. And I started it with, I'm going to commit to 30 minutes of exercise every day. And I'll do some free weights, some like chest presses, some, you know, arm, uh, whatever you call it, uh, arm curls. And then I dove into writing a nutrition plan. And I started that with, and, and, and mind you, between the layover, I got six hours on my hands, right? So I'm feeling pretty good that I can brain dump and get this out of my, out of my head onto paper. I did the first bucket around nutrition of all the foods that I like that I know that are terrible for me. 
then the second bucket is go, was going to be all the foods that I like that I know are good for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm Kelly, I'm thinking when I'm, I'm going to like have this huge bucket of all these crappy foods, right? And this little itty bitty bucket of foods that I know that are good for me that I like. It was the extreme opposite. Oh, wow. Which gave me hope. Mm-hmm. That in itself excited me. And that's when I'm like, I can do this. Mm. So that was February, I believe, 21st, 2019. I landed in Des Moines, Iowa. My son picked me up, took me to the hotel. I checked in and he immediately took me to the gym. And little did I know that day on that flight, Let's Get Streaking was born. Oh, wow. Okay. Within about a month, I increased my exercise activity to an hour a day. And within about another two months, I increased my activity levels to at least two hours a day. I put the nutrition plan into play and executed it. I thought that, you know, hey, I'll see how this goes. I'm just going to take it one day at a time. I was so proud of myself when I hit the 30-day mark. I've done this 30 days in a row. Mm-hmm. And then it went to 60. And then I'm like, okay, I can do it. I, I hope to get to 100. I got to 100. And then I was thinking, boy, if I could get to six months, how cool would that be? And I, I had a checkup in, with my doctor in May of 2019. I dropped the first 20 pounds. My vitals were starting to look better. My blood sugar level got me to back to being pre-diabetic. Oh, great. I, I took metformin for two days and it made me feel crazy, by the way. So I wasn't taking the metformin at that time. He also cut my meds back in half within about nine months when I started mm. the streak. So I hit day 365. I went back to Des Moines uh, a year later and completed day 365 where I started the streak. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. And I haven't looked back. I haven't laid off. This morning, uh, I completed day 738 in a row. And how the Instagram updates got started last year when COVID hit, I lived by myself and understood that people are going to be isolated. People are going to be basically quarantining. This this is a pandemic that none of us had really, none of us ever been through. We, We didn't have a lot of understanding at that point. But what I knew was that people are my fuel and I had to stay in contact with people. Mm. And I thought to myself, and it was my daughter's idea. She was like, you know, you're on to something. You need, you, you need to be a daily dose of inspiration and remind people to make good food choices, remind people to stay committed to at least 30 days of ex- or 30 days, 30 minutes of exercise every day. I mean, that's what the CDC recommends. So the studi C recommends at least an hour, by the way. <laughs> the studi C, okay, I like it. And that's when the Let's Get Streaking uh, updates. And I've missed a couple of days over the last uh, almost a year now, but uh, I had some network issues and I thought they had uploaded when they didn't. But I think all but two days, I've done a daily update, just reminded folks uh, to make you know the good food choices, sharing some of the food choices that I make uh, and then sharing my journey. Yeah. Uh, my daily streak and what it's like. And that's awesome. I will, I will tell you, Kelly, it's been heartwarming. Uh, the individuals that have been positively impacted and individuals that I didn't even know they were following me and making these commitments to themselves until they reached out to me and said, Hey, by the way, thank you. This is what's going on with me. This is what's going on with my family. Mm-hmm. And so just to pause here for a minute, because I just want to make sure that our listeners really hear this. So you just finished two years. You've now been exercising every single day. You haven't missed a day in 738 days. Correct. So you've just passed the two year mark. 
Um, what's your total weight loss right now? And are all your numbers back in line, like your cholesterol, your blood pressure? I know you said your blood sugar is. Yeah, thanks. So on the vitals, uh, my blood pressure is in check. My cholesterol is in check. All my stats, everything is in check. All your and numbers. The healthiest yeah. and I'm the fittest I've ever been in my adult life. And I'm wow. 59 years old. Oh yeah. That's another, that's a good thing for people to know too, is that you're 59. It's never too late, right? It's not, it's not, even though you think it is. Yeah. And I thought it was, I didn't think I had this in me. Yeah. I didn't, I was not confident I could do this. I just kept telling myself one day at a time and I'm one day at a time and I'm a very impatient person, mm -hmm. but I knew with this, it was going to take time and I needed to really dig deep in regards to the grit and determination that it was going to take to be able to pull this off. Right. And it's really, I mean, when you, when I hear you talking and I think about streaking, it's the consistency of just doing it day after day and not some big fancy diet plan. There's, there's nothing that's too outrageous here. And I think that's probably what people, uh, gives people hope too, is that you don't need to spend a lot of money. I love that story you said in the beginning where you made a list of all the foods that you like and don't like, you know, your foods that you are healthy, that you like, and you were astounded at how long that list really was. Yeah. And, you, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of us are like that. I, you know, my husband and I, we love food. We love to eat food. We love some food that's not so good for us. But I, I say to myself all the time, I love healthy food. I think we just get stuck in these habits of going for what's easy and the bad stuff can taste good, but so does the healthy. So what is your two hours of exercise look like? What are you doing? Well, I'm not a runner. Uh, I do run the occasional 5K, but I just walk a lot. I yeah. feel some days like, uh, you know, I'm Forrest Gump. You know, I get up every morning, which was a uh, change in my lifestyle where I changed my approach. I get up around 5, 5.30 every morning. I have a cup of coffee or two, and then I go out and uh, I get an hour and a half walk, uh, which, and then I come in and I do the free weights, which mm -hmm. the free weights is two five-pound barbells that I do, uh, the chest presses and uh I do like a hundred reps and then I'll do uh three 15 reps or uh, with the 20 pound barbells of uh, the arm curls. And I'll do mm -hmm. three reps of 15 uh, because I knew I'd have to tone when you're dropping from, uh, I went from 242, got down to like 226. And then I got down to 222. That was all just, by the way, high protein, no carb, basically not sustainable. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I knew going from 222 and my doctor telling me I needed to get to 168 or I'd be considered fat, mm. you know, and I'm thinking 168, are you out of your mind? I'm never going to get to 168. And I weighed in yesterday, 175. I'm in striking distance, but I'm wow. not worried about getting to that number. I know that I'm fit. So the uh, hour and a half in the morning, and then depending on how my day goes, uh, it's a day off work in the afternoon, I'll probably get in another at least a half an hour i do a minimum of 120 minutes of activity every day but yeah sometimes i do more than that i'll normally pick up another hour in the afternoon or in the evening and again and you've done all this and made such extraordinary changes to your body and your health with walking right i mean with simple activity again it doesn't have to be a hardcore weightlifting routine or boot camp class you don't have to join a gym i think that's the other appeal to people. It's really old school, common sense. Anybody can do it. You're, you're absolutely right. 
with your food choices, would you say you're super strict or are you still able to enjoy some of the things that you enjoy? I mean, I do know you personally, so I think you do still enjoy a glass of bourbon or beer once in a while, right? Like you're not, you don't deprive yourself of enjoying life. No, I don't. And that's a really, you know, good point you bring up, Kelly, in that, you know, initially when I call it when I was in shred mode and shred mode was I was committed to burning at least 3000 calories a day. And I kept my intake right around 2000. I was pretty strict. And according to my math and everybody else's math, if you do that, you're going to drop two pounds a week. And it was like clockwork, two pounds every single week. I, I was amazed how this works mm. and how simple it was. Um, now I'm at a point where I'm maintaining. Uh, I do have, I love Cabernet red wine and I love gin and tonics, diet mm. tonic, by the way. I don't want to spend my carbs on Right. Tonic water, right? Uh, and I have the occasional cheat day where I have my burgers and my pizza. It's really, really important that those foods that you love, that you know are not good for you, you cannot cut them completely out of your life. Mm-hmm. It's unsustainable to do that. Mm-hmm. So you make sure that you're able to work them in at the right time. And you have what I refer to as a cheat day. And you don't feel bad about it because you know what? You sure as hell earned it. Mm-hmm. I know I did, right? That's how I look at it. And it's okay. And it's really, really important that you do not deprive yourself of your favorite foods. Mm-hmm. None of them. Awesome. It's moderation and do it on a cheat day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, I, you know, I watch your Instagram posts, which again, like I loved your daughter's description of it, your daily dose of inspiration. And it's really just a reminder, a little boost, a little kick to say, you know, just get your activity in and make good food choices. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. Right. And, and, and during COVID, all the gyms were shut down and people were right. like, oh, what am I going to do now? And I can't get to my weights and I can't do this. And what about my personal trainer? And I, I, look, for people that have a nutritionist and people that have personal trainers and people that are working out at the gyms, I don't judge that. You know, you, you do you. It's what's best for you. But I will tell you, you don't need to have a gym membership. You do not need a personal trainer. You do not need a nutritionist. Do the research yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do this mm-hmm. and it is not that hard to do. You need a good pair of running shoes, Roadrunner mm-hmm. Sports, by the way. So <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a Roadrunner Go plug, see a fit expert. Yeah. Right. You get, you got to have the right shoes. So there are certain things that you need. Uh, I'm a weather wimp. So I have lots of jackets because 40 degrees is like my new minus 20 below, mm-hmm. you know, when I lived in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's really though, you've got to make it fun. And I love, and that's why I increased from a half an hour to an hour to two hours is it's my time. I listen to podcasts. I get my streak on, listen to my mm-hmm. favorite tunes. It's, it's fantastic. Spotify is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, if I'm in the mood for seventies music, I do my seventies. So I want today's top hits in hip hop. I listen to the hip hop because I seem to get better time when I have the hip hop music going on, you know, my yeah. mileage is much quicker. Oh, that's so. funny. With this whole journey, what has surprised you the most? My ability to commit and just be relentless with it. Mm. And, you know, I look at pictures of myself. And again, it's not necessarily about a number with the weight loss. I'm amazed at what I look like. Mm. I'm just amazed. I, I, I never thought I could do this. To go from double X close to then to XL, then to large, then to medium. And I'll tell you a funny story. I went in to buy some pants because I need some long pants to work out with. It's really cold in the morning too, mm-hmm. like 40 degrees, right? And I saw a pair of Roadrunner, a pair of pants that were Corsa and I bought them and I, I wear smalls in the Corsa. So I picked them up, brought them home, put them on. 
and they're really tight. I'm like, what? So anyway, I took them back. They were actually the women's. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, but I just exchanged them and got the medium. So I'm wearing women's medium courses because I love the product that much. But it, it, it just amazes me that to make this type of a life change, a complete transformation of my body and my well-being in your mid-50s, and to be able to do that uh, is, to me, remarkable. And it, it was so much easier than I thought. It's the commitment. It's what you mentioned is this is, is you know, one day at a time and understanding the consistency part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like investing. And really, this is a, really a life story. When you talk about if you want to achieve goals in life, it's the consistency. If you're going to invest, it's those consistent investments and dollar cost averaging and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so now that you've done this, and you know, you said the biggest surprise was that you were able to do this and make the commitment and actually see it through. Has this spilled over into other areas of your life where it's given you more confidence or made you think like, well, geez, if I can do this, are there any other dreams or things that you're thinking about pursuing that this has given you the inspiration for? This is big and that it completely altered my entire journey in a good way. Mm-hmm. My confidence level is the highest it's ever been in my life. My energy level is the highest it's ever been in my entire life. And again, not to keep bringing up my age, but who the hell would have thought that at age 59, I could confidently say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now inspiring others. And that is just, th- th- that really, it's just so heartwarming. You know, I, I got a phone call Friday night and, you know, I just moved and I'm, my, my son and his, uh, my uh, soon-to-be daughter-in-law are coming out here in April. And I'm in the second bedroom putting the bed together and I get a phone call out of the blue from a guy named David Young. He's a customer at Roadrunner for a lot, a lot of years. And I've never met him, by the way, but I've mm-hmm. talked to him over the phone. I helped him the tail end of 2020, um, building a nutrition plan. And he, he knows about my journey and my success that I've had. And uh, he just called to tell me that he, you know, he went from 220 some odd pounds down to 187. His son was over 300 pounds. His son has dropped over 90. I mean, I, I had, I was tearing up just listening to him. Yeah. His confidence level is through the roof. His energy level is through the roof. And it not only impacted him, but his son as well. This is amazing. And type two diabetes and obesity is an epidemic in this country. Right. And we all can make a change within ourselves and then help others along the way. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so if I'm somebody and I'm listening and I've been struggling, you know, with health issues or weight, how would I get started? What what does streaking look like? How do I do it? Well, first it takes a strategy as to, uh, let's start with the exercise. Commit to at least 30 minutes of exercise each day. And uh, what is that gonna look like? Well, it depends. Do you have an exercise bike? Do you have an elliptical? Do you like to get to walks outside? You live on the East Coast where they have snowstorms. You got to figure this one out. And do you travel a lot? Which, by the way, I made those excuses for years. Mm-hmm. I travel a lot. I can't, you know, do this, can't do that. So get rid of the word, uh, the T and can't and just switch it to can. How can I get in 30 minutes of exercise every day? And you plan that out. I strongly recommend you go through the exercise of the foods uh, that you know are good for you list and the foods that you know are bad for you and start to build your nutrition plan for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and your snacks, and you plan it out. You can do some meal prepping and do your meal planning. And uh, 
you know, anybody reaches out to me, I'm more than happy to help you. If you have somebody that you know who is uh, up to speed on the nutrition and the calories and that sort of thing and the carbs, the fats, proteins, you can also research it. Mm -hmm. There's so much online. All that information is available. Yeah, there is. And then, you know, I will tell you that uh, burning 3000 calories a day is not easy. You know, I I attacked it pretty hard, but burning 2500 a day is not that hard. And if you're able to uh, limit your calories below that 2000, you're going to drop a pound a week and don't be in a big hurry. Enjoy the journey. And Mm -hmm. I did. I am thoroughly enjoying this journey. I love it. And I'm excited about it. It's fun. But you need to take the first step and you need to start. And by the way, if you get three, four days in and you miss a day, start over. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't beat mm-hmm. yourself up. Be kind to yourself. Right. I love it. I love it. Um, so what's next? I've heard rumors. Maybe I heard you mention it on Instagram that you might write a book about this someday. Is that in your future? Yeah, the book is in process right now. I'm about 120 pages in. Oh, wow. I'm waiting for uh, a number of streakers to hit their day 365 because I'd like to have testimonials uh, from others and understand that I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, They put together their own journey and their own nutrition plans and their own exercise plans. And they put it into play and they're executed. And and really, I think it's important to get those testimonials out there. So Mm -hmm. I would say the book, I've been enjoying the journey with the book, so I'm not ready to put a date on it. It's funny. I thought that, you know, it'd be ready probably summer of 2020. I could blame it on COVID, Kelly. That's uh, right. COVID, COVID slowed it down. I'm not in a hurry to put the book out, but probably 2022 sometime. I'd love to get to the point where um, I can get some speaking engagements. And this is not about making money, by the way. This is all about making impact. Mm-hmm. So, and being able to give back, if you will, and, and pay it forward because there's so many people that I have to thank that put me in a position to be able to do this. And mm-hmm. it started with the mental piece and making mm-hmm. sure I had my noggin straight, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a good point. You said something at the very beginning of our conversation and I, you know, we talked, we skimmed right over it, but you were going through some pretty tough stuff with a divorce after 16 years. I've been divorced. I know how hard that is. It's, it's one of life's toughest things to deal with. You went through the death of a parent. But what you, what you also said, and I don't think we talk about this enough in our culture, is how men, boys and men are raised to just toughen up, don't be a sissy, don't cry, just figure it out and move on. Don't ask for help, don't be vulnerable. And we spend so much time in our culture, and you know, I'm a woman, I'm a feminist, and we spend so much time, I think, thinking about the Me Too movement and some of the struggles and challenges that women have had in our country with their societal pressures and expectations. And they're all very real, but I don't feel like we spend enough time about the flip side of that and the pressure that we put on our boys and our men to keep so much stuff bottled up inside of them and the impact that it has. You know, we just, we do not talk about that enough. And so I love that you're being open about that because I got to believe that will speak to a lot of men out there and women who are raising boys, you know, that we, we have to let them know that it's okay to hurt, to be vulnerable, to ask for help, to get help, and then to share their stories with other people. So there's so much power in that. So thank you for addressing that. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you went back to, you know, revisit that. And it is, it, it's so important. And that was a really difficult part for me to open myself up and, you know, being vulnerable, being on this podcast is to a certain degree, being vulnerable. And Thursday, we shot a make every mile count video for uh, Roadrunner Sports in regards to this journey and let's get streaking. And, you know, I talked about collapsing on that plane and, you know, this one is going to have me on video and you're going to see it. You'll see it in my face. Mm -hmm. um, I'm teared up right now. When I go back there and I think about where I was at that point, everybody has their story and everybody has highs and lows in life. And uh, that was my rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty damn scary to the point where I put up the white flag and I said, that's it. I cannot do this on my own. And mm -hmm. I was so fortunate. I have so, and I'm grateful for the people that were in my life now, uh, then that who all are still in my life and the true compassion and love and support and guidance that they provided me priceless. Mm -hmm. And to me, it saved my life. They, they say life is short and these, it, it, life goes fast. Why not enjoy the journey? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I, I don't want, I don't ever want to go back there. And when I was doing the video on Thursday, Kelly, one of the questions that was asked was, why is it so important that I start every day off? Because I have to start every day with at least an hour at minimum, but most days, an hour and a half of exercise. So when I was traveling pre-COVID, if I had a 6 a.m. flight, I'm up at three in the morning if I have to, mm. to get my streak in because I am never, ever going back to where I was that day on the plane. I will never go back there. And this is what keeps me, it keeps me humble, but it just changed my life in every facet, every, everything that I do, mm -hmm. my relationship with my kids, everything that I do, I am just so much, uh, I call it on my A game. I'm just better at everything that I do. And it comes easier for me. I'm able to do more. Mm -hmm. I sleep better. I eat better. Everything in my life is mm -hmm. better. Mm. That's awesome. That's amazing. And I think your story will just has inspired and will continue to inspire so many people. And I love where I heard where you're taking your book, which is to include stories of all different people, all different kinds of people, different stories who maybe, you know, their exercise might look a little bit different. Their rock bottom might have been a little bit different. But I love that you're sharing those stories because then people will be able to see themselves. And when yep. you can see someone who looks like you, who maybe comes from the same place you come from or is struggling with the same thing you're struggling with, and you see them overcome it, it gives you hope and it lets you know that maybe you can do it too. So that is really powerful. I love that. In your parting words to our listeners, what is you know one or two things that you just wish everybody could know? Well, the first one is that you need to make yourself important in your life and you are the top priority and that's not being selfish. I struggled with that being there for everybody else, whether it be my kids, whether it be my family, whether it be my friends and I neglected me mm. and almost to the point where I'm embarrassed to say how much I neglected me, but I did. And when I made myself the number one priority and taking care of myself, the number one priority I'm able to give so much more to everybody that means the world to me and also the uh, Youth Assistance Coalition and doing volunteer work. And, and it just 
understand that it's not being selfish, making time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, for moms out there and you have kids and I know that your kids are your top priority, but as a mom, you need to take care of yourself first and foremost to be able to be there for your kids consistently on your A game, I would call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Same thing for the dads, same thing for grandparents. You want to see your kids grow up. You want to see your grandkids take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, that would be the first thing. The second thing is, and you already hit on it, is, and this was surprising for even for me, starting my life over pretty much at 55, it's hard. You get into this mindset that, you know, it's over. I'm too old. Mm-hmm. That's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And at 59, my life's just begun. I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to what the next 20, 10, 20, 30 years look like. And I'm going to enjoy every day and be grateful for it. And just in thoroughly enjoyed the journey. It's never too late to start. Just start. Mm-hmm. Just start. Go one day. Commit to one day. And then maybe perhaps you'll commit to day two. And then day three. Who knows? Maybe you'll go a month, two months, three months. And then you'll take a day off. It'll be your journey. It's your journey. Just start. That's. The- I love it. I love that. Just start. All right. Great. Well, how do people find you on Instagram? What's your handle? Uh, hashtag let's get streaking. Okay. No G. You always give such entertaining and fun updates throughout the day. And you're usually in different places, talking to different people, showing us what's happening in your life. So it's, it's a fun, fun thing to follow on Instagram. Well, thanks for the, thanks for the plug, Kelly. And it really has been a pleasure getting to visit with you and You've seen it. I mean, you've seen the transformation. I have seen it. You you are a different person than the one that I met. And I would say, you know, a lot of how you describe yourself is what I saw. I mean, obviously, you're still the same great guy. But when I look back to when I first met you, I would say that I saw someone who worked a lot, like you worked really hard. I'm sure you, you still do work hard. But I would almost say, you know, you work too hard. And I could, I could always see the stress on you, feel the stress from you, yeah. you know, I think before, and, and I see the transformation in front of me. I see peace. I see more of a peaceful person, of course, along with happiness. And I see your weight loss. You look amazing. But uh, I think for me, the biggest transformation I see is the peace that you now have. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for recognizing that. That's true. I do. I it, It's uh, much less stress. Well, thank you for sharing your story with us today. I'm inspired. Great. For sure. You really have inspired me. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks again for having me, Kelly. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in today. I know that Um, like me, I'm sure you were inspired by that story. I'm going to start my own streak tomorrow. I've got to sit down and do the work. Not quite sure what it's going to look like yet, but I'm going to sit down and figure out what I can commit to for exercise and what I can commit to in my eating habits. And then I'm going to try to just consistently apply it day after day and get a streak going. You can go to kellybargabas.com slash podcast to listen to other episodes of All There Is or to connect with me. And if you got something useful out of this today, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to check out Stu on Instagram, Stu underscore Slomberg and his hashtag Let's Get Streaking. Thanks, everybody. Take care.